perspective. 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 This is your host, Fonte Swank, a.k.a. the man of mental health, really the student. <laughs> but nonetheless, you are now experiencing the Perspective Junkie podcast. Junkies. Last episode was a bonus episode, and we, we discussed the WAP. WAP, WAP, WAP. But more importantly, we talked about how rap music can affect the young minds and the impression it can make. And so we had a great episode, but this one we're getting a little bit more serious. And we're going to discuss the riots. I know this is a sensitive subject right now. and The world has been so intense because of it. And so we thought it was important to discuss, you know, our opinions and our perspective on it. So, uh, you know, this will be back on YouTube. So please subscribe, like, comment, rate, all that good stuff. But more importantly, enjoy. What's good, everybody? You're tuned in to Perspective Junkies. I'm your host, KV Knows Most. Fontana Rillis. Cody, Captain Controversy. And uh, we're going to jump right into it. We got a topic for y'all, the riots. Mm. We may be a little late, but we right on time. It's still going on. They out there in Chicago going crazy. Go ahead, lead off, big dog. Uh, man, it's always on me. <laughs> but um, uh, I have a lot to say about this because I, I think it's we're getting to um, a danger zone. A danger zone is when people feel fearful or scared to to comment on the obvious. When the, when the riots first started, you know where I'm from, like around in the Georgia area. Um, Detroit, man. I remember my friends asked, "Hey, are you going?" And I was like, "Nah." Oh man! And they, I, if and those who don't know me, you know, I'm in. I was in, you know, a lot of black student organizations, and um, even did it. I was in, involved in a little like silent, uh, silent movement. You know what I'm saying? Where we were, you know, commenting on the police who were, I think, giving us a little bit of hell at on campus parties and things of that nature. Even though we know that the there was white fraternities and sororities having like drugged out you know what I'm saying <laughs> drugged out functions within, within a five mile radius and we like dang we can't we ain't even doing that one now I understand when they stopping it when it's fighting they were just stopping the fun I'm like this is a college campus you should probably expect parties on the weekends I don't think that people should be getting arrested for minor things um, and that, that to me was something that was worth speaking on because it can affect people's li- livelihoods their college um, experience this situation I was against it not because of uh, the fact that, yeah, there has been um, acts of police brutality. And I believe, especially when it's caught on on camera, that it should be, that the, the people involved should be punished and they should be punished swiftly. I, how, I never, and I repeat, never agreed that we should be looting, causing any acts of violence. All that stuff, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now you guys are involved in niggotry. <laughs> and I'm not... I have never, y'all never been a fan of that. My friends are like, oh, you, you, bro, you know what I'm saying? When things get serious and they ain't listening to us, we, we got to do what we got to do. I'm like, nah, not getting involved in any of that. Because I believe it's um, one way to further cause divide is to do things that, um, I guess, conflicts with universal morality. Universally, we, for the most part in America, we believe that stealing and violence against uh, people who are not involved in your, unless it's like a form of justice or revenge, then we engage in it. People were just breaking into random stores, stealing just random products as if they, as, as if people are going to be will. like, you know what, since y'all did that, I agree, <laughs> y'all not thugs, we need to treat y'all a little bit better. I'm like, nah, that's not the case. Uh at the moment, like I've said in you know, other podcasts and continue to say, uh, there's a, a fear amongst white people they don't feel like they want to be deemed racist. racist. Being deemed racist is so reprehensible that they're like, hey, I don't want to comment on anything. And the ones who do are immediately 
considered, oh, this is a conservative Republican and he's for racism, right. and he's for sexism. I'm like, nah. I'm hey, like, call a white person privileged and you'll think they was black and heard the hard R. Like, right, like they do not want to hear, you know what I'm saying? Like, privilege. Privilege or anything that, that associates them with being wrong towards uh, protected groups. And, you know, I, at first, initially, I'm like, yeah, we should try to protect these groups. I'm like, now we're going too far. So, on behalf of white people, I'm just having to say certain things that I feel like needs to be said to check check uh, the boxes of things that, <laughs> that we need to... We need to have a response to the, all the, the chaos that's going on. And I'll say it, since no one else is going to say it, I'm like, yeah, y'all niggas went too far. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Like, See, y'all went, like, that's out of pocket. Like, and I people gotta, will be like, oh, you can't say. I'm like, what are you talking nah, about? I, I got to disagree. Definitely, they went too far. Like, you should not have been messing up. You, you don't even look at it from an economic standpoint. We don't have to use emotions. People can have, oh, I feel like you don't know, you know, when this happens to you, you might want. I'm like, from an economic standpoint, it encourages businesses, which give jobs, which stimulate, you know, the economy and causes families to better be able to provide. Why would they go into areas that are predominantly black if they have fears that in situations like this, which is inevitable that it will reoccur eventually, why would they go and put up their businesses and their shops? They don't. So say you destroy the shop and they don't come back. Even if they arrest the people, the perpetrators, the, the, you know what I'm saying, what the initial cause is, there is no mandate that they have to reopen up these shops out here. So say your whole economy dies because in a, in a, in a response, an emotional response to one situation or several situations in the past, you decide to destroy buildings and and ultimately decrease the the job opportunities in your area. Let's uh, clarify. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear what Vontae got to say. Clarify that first. It was it was a good percentage of white people, so we can't even just say, "All right, this is our niggas this time." Right. Let me let me say something like that. They're using us, <laughs> and y'all letting them. <laughs> These white people, they can be rich in different areas. I'm like, how could they? Just because, like I said, they're scared to be called. Some of them are using it for clout. Some of them are scared to be deemed racist. So they're engaging in activities that are, it's just killing the whole wave. Like there's nothing, you can't even, from this, the mo- the headline, the thing that is most significant is the fact that destruction has occurred. The, 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 you are trying to take it all, well, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're focusing on this issue, but... When you are too closely associated with something that is negative, with something that is clearly wrong, with something that cannot be repetitively done and cause any type of positive change, it doesn't matter. People, just like you said, I've noted that. It's definitely white people. But what it, who are they protected from? Because if it's just a whole bunch of white people by themselves, without, uh, without our A-OK, yeah, that's cool. Like Y'all, y'all speaking on our behalf. We, we appreciate that. Without us saying that, it's just white people acting crazy. And they finna stop that immediately. Like, they not scared to stop it. They're scared because it's us also being like, no, nah, this is for a bigger re- uh, bigger meaning and people don't want to get called racist. So they kind of nervous. So it's giving white people that don't even deal with our situation. Hey, they not even involved. They like... If they nervous, oh, well, that's how I feel about that. I got to disagree. Go ahead, hop in. The first statement I disagree with. Your second one saying that white people looting with us and just having fun with it. I do disagree. I do think they're using this for sure. But I disagree with you. I don't think we went too far. We haven't gone too far unless, like, niggas out here start killing cops back. I'm like, all right, y'all, wow, y'all killing They've done that. I ain't, now, that's too far. But the looting and stuff, I'm like, is it far? Is it far enough? What does it do? It gives a purpose. It gives a... You can't sit here and say... Oh my God! They broke into that jewelry store. Black people are going too far after watching a a video of a man dying with an officer's knee on his neck. So that you gotta compare the crimes, then you gotta say like, all right, unless you arrest him for this, like nothing's too far. There's no going too far unless I go kill somebody too. Like, and even if they go kill somebody, they could be they could feel justified and be like, he just killed somebody. He's still out free roaming. Breonna Taylor died. They're out free roaming. But you can't sit here and say, like, they gone too far because they broke in. They broke some windows. They set right. something on fire. Like, they're they not being strategic enough with it. Like, they, they may not be. <laughs> you can go they, bang into some random random windows. Like, it's not the same as if you had chosen yeah. businesses who are supporting that type of Definitely. cause going against you. You know, people, young black men, like... Yourself need to go out there and organize some stuff, but that's another topic. But 
I still don't think like you still can't be like, yeah, they going way too far, even though they just killed 30, 30 niggas for free. No jail time, no repercussions. You can't say nobody's going too far unless they're out there killing 30 white people for free. No jail time, no no repercussions from it. That's why I can't say, but I, I do agree with that. Out here looting, out here just destroying anything with no purpose. You really out here just going shopping for free stuff. You exactly. you really out here just going shopping for free stuff. You're right. That's personal reasons. That's personal reasons. That is that is that would be setting us back, but even then, it's still not setting us back because the killers of those innocent black people are are out, free, roaming, chilling. And you just sat here and said like you were part of protests of people getting arrested at parties. Hold on now, it was that, but it was also during that the time that the 2016. Um, protests were going on as well, so it was it was still like a time period for it, and it, it wasn't solely on that. It was just like, all right, we we fighting that, and we feeling this pressure here, so it was like, all right, we need to do something like period. And you saying you saying the parties like because the fact that they're at parties are kind of minimized. I'm like, if you get arrested, you going to jail. <laughs> jail is jail. Like it doesn't. Like, let us party. It, yeah, it's not like I'm saying, hey, it's the like you. What I what I would say is in um, I guess response to what you're saying is that. To me, what you're saying is a hypothetical, on-paper explanation and justification for what would happen. In a perfect world, it would enlighten people, it would open people's eyes and say, listen, we just let this crime slide. By that justification, any other crime would be less valid. In real world, in reality, what it does is this. It causes tension. It causes a divide within our race of people that's like, I don't agree with that. So then they're called coons, sellouts. It causes tension yeah. from other races that are like other minorities. They like, yo, we feel like we getting hell, and y'all over here acting stupid and goofy. <laughs> y'all, you know what I'm saying? If I'm a, 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 a Hispanic people, it causes attention. Like, hey, I get it too. I'm getting racism too. I'm getting deported. My family, I can't see my family. And you don't see me doing this. You finna go mess up these shops, my shops, and you feel like because one of y'all people got. They got my whole family over the board. You know what I'm saying? There's uh, there's other races that feel that way. And then for white people, of course, they can't. They feel like they can't say anything because they've taken a silent, oh, hey, look, we can just talk about it in our parties amongst us. Let's not even go public about smart, our feelings. Even if, it's a smart decision, it. but it's a decision that leads to no one can get, no one can check the behavior that's wrong. That's obviously wrong. And uh, I was to say, I think people think that that type of... Um, behavior automatically respond is the response is going to be like let's fix it when you are in a situation where you don't have the economic power the manpower the weapons you are always you need to keep in an old school you need to keep like a, a knights and castles mindset towards uh war with different groups if we were back in the time with when we we're just going to horses and castles and stuff like that you would never Go into an empire that has more soldiers than you, better weapons, more money, more education, and just start breaking stuff. Because if they ever decide to flip, they could be like, hey, let's chill. We did do some bad stuff. But if they ever decide to flip, they go and kill all y'all people. When we create this tension of of a race war, it needs to be a morality war. The war is, listen, all we saying is stop uh, sending people to jail for a whole bunch of years for having a blunt. If you get caught on, t- on, on, on film and you uh, beat somebody's ass or you kill them for the wrong reason, arrest them. These are two solid standpoints that even most white logical people can agree with. However, when you make it a black versus white people, we talking crazy, we can say anything about them and stuff like that. If at any time one, a powerful white man gets the reins or a woman and says, hey, look, they acting crazy, man. They bucking. We try to show them some love. They out here acting stupid. What are we finna do? You they could go and do. You, you they, think they've been showing love? You think that they've been showing? I think they've been showing restraint. I think that they've been showing compassion. They've been trying to understand in certain situations that. And also, what you got to keep in mind is a couple of incidents is not representative of the relationship we have with them in general. You have to look at it from a historical point of view. If we were once to the point where you're getting killed or murdered or you know what I'm saying beaten for engaging in interracial relationships, and we had the point where people marry freely and that's considered wrong for you to speak on it, you made significant progress. If we're once at the point where we feel like police could go and kill anybody, and at this point there is a negative stigma following you, you made progress. 
Now, I get what you're saying. Hey, we ain't got to the point where they should be there arrested. And I say that is a, a logical standpoint. All I'm saying is that what we've done with the rioting, where it's, it's not becoming a protest, where we're actually engaging, hey, you rob, you break a store, and people can't, and just like what you said, like, I can't say that's wrong, because I'm like, no, nah, it's wrong. Two people are wrong. What you're trying to say is... Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right. I could give you that, but it's almost like no wrong way to protest right now, because there's no progress being made in almost any way, any approach that we've been taking. That's why I'm in the standpoint, like, I'm not going to go loop. I'm not going to go riot. I'm not going to go slap no white person, because my aunt, I ain't going to do all that, but... I would stand for like I we went we marched in Atlanta for a purpose and we knew what we wanted to get our point across but I'm not riding isn't my way but I'm not gonna say it's the wrong way either. You would have to say what I would have to say is a the fact that you say you wouldn't engage with it is fishy. It suggests a little bit of like yeah, I'm know. just not gonna. And then B I would say if the activity you consider acceptable is repeated for any type of movement of um, injustice. What would be the long-term consequence? So let's say, for example, uh, a black cop does this, or let's just say a white cop does it again. If we continue to do the same activity and it doesn't lead to any changes, like they don't arrest the people, would you say that it could it would just destroy us, our economy, destroy the world? Like, what what is the what is the long-term uh, results of it? It may. And if your mindset is like, hey. Let it burn. I'm like, it's going emotional to me. That's that to me is the same mindset of a gang banger. Like you involved in the gang, one person gets shot, I go kill them, and then they go kill me. My family, and then I go. Kill that's them. that's when I said it's, it's going tack. too far. Because going tick for tack is us going back and killing those. What cops. I'm saying is that nobody did that. The belief that nobody even beat them up. They have been though. The, those cops got beat up. Not those cops. I'm saying cops. Cops have been beat. Cops have been killed. In different cities, There's casualties in everywhere. No, <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is this. What I'm trying to say is this. Uh, it also leads to it, it kind of. You have to have the four. That's why I bring up foresightedness. If you believe people would would riot and break through the the stores of innocence who are uninvolved, yeah. you are silly to believe that violence is not the next step. I would also say this. We as African Americans, um, although we know that police uh, mistreat us, we also like. Hey, it's some crazy dudes out here. We need the police. <laughs> some of these Funny. dudes need to get it. So now, if that's you, a whole other topic. That's you, police reform. I'm not a fan of y'all. Like we just need to take it in our own hands. We can police ourselves. Hell no. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll trust all y'all, boy. I'm no, like, so when you saying, hey, you you mistreat uh, the police to the point where you 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 just break everything down. It's like you you completely just denounce the whole profession. And I've been at times where I, I didn't like 12. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has the same comment because I'm thinking in the mindset, like, dang, like, you really are willing to, to put people in prison for, you know, marijuana? I think of that as, like, that's wrong. However, I do know that if I was a person that was in the hood growing up with gangbangers to the side of me, I wouldn't want to live in a world where the police didn't exist. I wouldn't want to live in a world where the police are not but, handling business. But, like, but, but, but what if you was in the hood and that was the, the circumstance? And police was slow. Like, they like, uh, who the fuck? Yeah, and it is slower in it those is. type of areas. And then, them dudes game, like, the dudes in it, like, that's their family. That's fam. That's their brothers, you know. It's, I wouldn't compare it to that. But if I know that there's no, I could go make a million dollars and whatever I, I go buy or whatever I do, my money can be taken and, and nobody be out there be like, step to it like, hey, bro, they, they hit you, they stole your car. How are we gonna find it? Like, I don't know. Twelve don't exist no more. I'll be hurt off that. That's what I'm saying. And 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 when you do things where you have riots stuff like that, what incentivizes people to join law enforcement? What incentivizes the the, the law enforcement to come? They come. The reason why they come twenty minutes late is not only you could say, oh, it's a dislike for the race. That's a part of it is a prejudice. The second is that this community likes us the least. How much do I want to help a person that likes me the least that's going to complain about whatever way I, I take this? Yeah. And I'm saying... You sound like... For, for me... Sound if like I, women. Right. <laughs> no, that... No, but but they, they working for the law. They're not working for, oh, particular people. Uh, I got answered on different levels. If they supposed to be upholding the law, then that's what they're supposed to be upholding regardless of who it's upholding for. And, mm -hmm. you know, even if a rapist is getting assaulted, they got to respect the assault. 
because you know that's still a person on the other end of it. But I'm not I would say I would say I would say like somebody who has done something bad. Yeah, the law still has to work for them in some type of way, like, and that's what the law should be about. But I'm saying it, it has something to do with the you. You just know in any in the smallest levels, food preparation. If you talk crazy about the cook, you should expect your food to probably be, be a little trash. bit less. She might so for it. so with the job, that, right? <laughs> so if you have a job with a much higher level of of danger and risk on the line, which yeah. means that a you might get killed. You go in the wrong house, something like that. But like you really, also can't accidentally kill somebody. Oh, I never argue. I never argue against that. That's why. If you yeah. accidentally kill somebody, you deserve punishment. You can't come into being an officer and not just wanting to be do the right thing because you know some some cops probably clocking in to work like it's it's game day like, and I'm finna sack the quarterback thirty times. So second the quarterback of them is like, let me catch like ten niggas today. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hand out twenty tickets today. And I believe that my, that mindset is definitely uh, true. I'm not at all saying that they are free from criticism. And I I'm feel saying like it's it's too broad that I don't care if they're scared to go do that. I hope it scares off the dudes with that mindset that do want to become a cop and be like, yeah, I want to I want to legally fuck these dudes up now. Right, but I know that in there that when you put on that uniform, nobody sees old progressive. This guy's different. They're not gonna see that unless they have a personal conversation. Yeah. All they see is cop. Cop is negative, and I'm saying there's negative that's impacts a, on that. I feel like that's, that's from an area standpoint. You know, I was the resource officer at, at South. I was pretty cool with him. He's a cool dude, but I, you, know, I mean, you, you gotta talk to him. And you never know what they're gonna do in that situation. Like, black man might get loud with him, and they might turn in, you know, drop them, them ERs. You know, that, that I feel like a lot of white people got that in them. They've been dying, mm-hmm. they've been injured. Yeah, um, from my end, like, my sister up in New York is a cop, so I kind of got to, yeah, I got to, um, I guess, humanize them more. Yeah. Just trying to think back to that, but I definitely, back in 2016, I, I was going through the phase of, like, you know, fuck them. But sister, I, I, I definitely am coming around to realize, like, those are people, too. And I'll tell you, you never told us that. I don't know why. <laughs> Did you really? That must have been, you know, guys, uh, 2014. No, he sent pictures since then. I already know. Like, 2014, right. a smooth three of us weren't swank, but that's, that's another topic. We'll get into yeah, that. That's, that's not even a real topic. It is. But, like you say, you know, you do got to humanize the police. I'm not, like, and back to what I initially said, we go too far when we start trying to match. We're not matching. They riding. They they might burn a store too. But we're not out here beating no cops ass, killing cops. Like, yeah, hey, my, what, knee, my knee on your neck. What's good now? But what you, I think, what, what you, sometimes what I think, I think a lot of African Americans, like, have not really thought this through. Even some white people were just blindly, like, Satan, saying things that seem like they're on our side. Um, Again, when I make the analogy to, like, you know, nights and, like, that castle time. You, there's two ways that they would traditionally do stuff like to kill people. One is direct murder, and the other is I burn like your fields your and I kill all your cows. Yeah. And then I just let y'all, and then we just chill, post up on the outside. As y'all run out for food, we yeah. kill you. Yeah, watch y'all. Watch so, out, if you were to think of that and put that with business and corporation, these days we don't go out and get. We don't milk. We don't, you know what I'm saying, have enough vegetation on plantations like that. So you go to stores. You go to your groceries. You go to your malls and outlets and, and people have uh, small businesses. If I go and I go and I uh, smash it and nobody in our city has the, the, the finances to guarantee it's getting built back, yeah. I have bled. And I'm saying I've pretty much slow killed your area. Yeah, it's coronavirus. Ain't nobody got no jobs. <laughs> Yeah, so you go and you kill all hey. now in the areas that are are predominantly white or or, or wealthy, they gonna go and fix their spots up. So they like and then then all they'll do is they'll pay an outside protector guy, outside groups. Maybe not the police. They'll pay people. Hey, y'all chill hey, the guns and excited. Is, and y'all be ready. This is a whole different perspective. I also want to say is uh, what if that was their plan? Like. Yeah, let's outrage these boys so much that they kill themselves off. They kill their own. If they, I don't think that's what's going on. But I mean, you know, 
you get you'll get paranoid and maybe no i, I don't think that that's, could, out of, that's out of question yeah, <laughs> like i think that, that could be that could also be a reason they could be like yeah they're gonna burn their own food down. Like, i don't care it's nefarious plans let's do small yeah. things because look they know our social media and they know how quickly it changes so back in the day they might have had to they didn't have the, the social media where they could just instill fear or hate or resentment in people's heart at, you have to do it on a case by case we ride in your city with it these days hey we can have one act of violence. Make sure, make sure y'all go send that out. Go send that out. Get everybody hyped. Get them tight to the point where yeah. you, Kinsey, from a suburban area, living, a, you know, where it's called, working a regular job, yeah, even you can't get to the point where you could say, "I think that's wrong." You like, I don't know. If I can get you, oh, you know, I can get the hood. You know, I can get some people who are ignorant or more prone to violence. You know, I can get some people who they just scared to talk against people. So if I get this large group. To go and destroy certain areas, it, it it allows for me to go and get certain politicians I want. Hey, go say this, and they'll you know they'll go and appeal to this group, get everybody riled up. Then they'll switch up and go invest in my company as some stuff that's wild. I can go and I can go and uh, allow for certain uh, business competition that I wanted to destroy. Yes. Hey, it's just it's it's so much like it's little always, underlying yeah. issues that come from rioting. So I'm saying I don't believe that rioting at all is the right thing. I, I think that it's. We are getting to the point we too we too nervous too tight to even say it. Like you really nervous to say rioting and stealing is wrong. You like we got to. I'm like no, bro. It's just wrong. Like it's just, if you can't say that, then you gotta you you. It plays into their hands because it's just it's infectious. Everybody nervous. Like, I can't I can't say that. I'm like I guess I gotta raise my hand. Yo, Mrs. Johnson. These niggas are crazy. In the back, they are hey. stealing everything. They're trying to rob us. We gotta get out of here now. Hurry up, you snitching. They're about to burn it. I'm like, because it, because it, because it's, it's, it's being you, the movement is being hijacked. The movement has been hijacked successfully. Like you cannot say that this is a, a, I, a move. I am definitely nervous to be like they wrong because that man, like that video, is still crazy to watch. It's still shocking to watch that he's like enjoyable. Taking a, a Tebow on this man neck. Definitely. That's that. Yeah, it's irate for like a week. Like, why is nobody talking about this? Like, it's like, I don't want to see y'all talking about nothing else but this right now. It yeah. is wrong. I it was gets, like, that's, that's crazy. It gets you real emotional to watch that happen. You like, wow. So, whatever comes next, is it really wrong? I ain't saying we should match. We, we ain't going eye for eye. We ain't doing that. But I'm like, are, are but you open the door for that. Are y'all against, so y'all are against defunding the police, though? What is y'all's stance? I'm against defunding the police. I feel like we don't need to defund them, but we just need to hire, uh, raise the requirements, because I don't feel like it's hard. I, I've searched in D, and I've seen, like, Villarica police officers, $22 an hour. I'm like, what? I can apply real quick? Like, yeah, I feel like the requirements need to be through the roof. Almost like college. Yeah. Right? Okay, so if y'all are running the business of police, how would y'all recruit or how would y'all go from here to try to get people in? Because that's normally the biggest issue because for one, they're, they're, they're already getting like budget cuts because of this Corona period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all right, it's a little bit less money and you got a lot of hate from the world. So where do you, where do you go to really like, all right, let's, let's try to get some new places in or some new people that's, that's better. I feel like I'm going to catch a lot for saying this. But police officers should definitely, I don't want to say this, but you can't, you know, of course, if you raise requirements, you got to raise what the pay. Right. So I feel like it's harder to go become almost like a pilot than it is to become a cop. I'm like, nah, they need to be on the same level of requirements and what you got to be able to, to yeah. do to really be to legally walk around here with a gun and regulate men, grown men and women. To really regulate that, the requirements need to go up. But also, like, you know, the pay needs to go up. I shouldn't be seeing you know, become a police officer ads on Indeed. Like, there's no... I've never seen, like, Delta, like, hiring pilots. Which I would like, no, nah, it needs to be up there to a high criteria. But but also, you gotta you do got to pay them more if you do hire it. But they just got to go harder with who they pick and choose to become a cop or who needs to be like mentally stable. I, I don't feel like the requirements are tough. Enough. I don't I don't even necessarily know how much you would have to change the recruitment pro process. I mean, I would like it to be a little bit, uh, you have a little bit more 
I would like college. Like I would say it needs to, you need to go to college. Like you need to be past a certain age. You need to have a little bit of education on you. But the uh, major factor for me is um the thing that has to has to change. A or one, <laughs> you have to have somebody who's overlooking you separate from the police. So that means there has to be a separate organization that that you know monthly we check y'all. And we have no benefit or no fear of you. I feel like when they the police, do got that from the, the government, government, but I feel like they it's easy to just... No, the police investigates itself. There needs to be... A, I'm telling you, like, police... So, in the, so that you have to have an outside person that's able to come and look and make sure everything y'all are doing is... B, it is a just a swifter punishment of anybody who is caught doing some wild stuff. Yeah. If you do that, we might have a whole different stance on how we feel about certain things. We only have a fear because we like, you can get away with it. The thing is, you got to start doing that at the bar. You got to start doing that off your job. You can't get caught on yeah. camera with the suit on, doing any of that. Mm, handle it immediately. Nah, that can change the situation You could be accounting, taking money right. from the company. You're going, you doing fed time and it's not, it's a blink of an eye, but just how they're handling this situation. I'm like, they're not even doing enough. Like, suspend, no pay, fire, arrest, something. I say arrest them. I mean, they still free. We definitely need some justice for Breonna Taylor, though. That's um, a missing link in this Yeah, definitely. And rest in peace to all the people who have fallen. It's definitely not a, uh, you know, want to minimize the impact that that's had on their families and, and mm-hmm. things of that nature because it's definitely something serious. But when I when I make comments about that, I hear people that say, "Well, you you don't know um, how it feels," or you. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't know how it feels." I'm like, when I walk out here, people don't know. Oh, this guy's on perspective junkies. He said that, or he has his cat. I'm like, I look black. Like when I'm with my friends, I'm, talking about, it's a group I'm of a black nigga. men. Yeah, I'm like, I've been I've been pulled over for the wrong reasons, and you know what I'm saying. I, I get a certain level of treatment, and regardless of if you stand or against or before any issue I have. You can't. Um, I don't have a, a insulation from the possible issues that the police uh, may bring my way. So I'm not saying it as a guy that's like, oh, I won't deal with that. But what are you talking about? Like I, I, I have all the same uh, possibilities of dealing with it. I'm just saying, I understand uh, that every action has consequences, short term and long term. And I think it's an emotional like orgasm for African Americans and liberal white people to be like. We, we, we cause something. We cause some action. Even if the action is not going to lead to long-term uh, change, the fact that we just did something. I'm tired of talking about it, bro. Like, talk, mean, talking I, ain't working, bro. Like, I feel like that's the world right now because I feel like the protests got super boosted because right. of corona and people being inside and trapped mm-hmm. in no cash. And so they wanted to make some meaning of their life, and that, that was like an outlet for them. Like, yeah, I mean something. I, I stood for something. I fought for something. And then it's just like, all right. It's not just did you stand for something. It's did you stand for something that has long-term benefits to the community, to yourself, to your family. And I'm like, I look at it. I analyze it from multiple angles. Like, what, what, what? And from my perspective, I don't see, I don't see it helping. I don't see it helping in a long way. And I think one controversial thing I say that uh, we've even talked about it with, amongst ourselves as friends. Like, I believe that the you're going to have to change the individual culture like you're going to, we're going to have to change things within the black uh just within between black folks how we look at things how we face issues how we respond to violence our belief in what it means to be tough or what you need how men need to move how women need to operate uh we need to build back up how we look at families and, and marriage and all that stuff all these things have significant factors on how well you do with jobs, uh, crime, things like that. And once we build up a certain level of uh, economic status, that's the only way you can really get your laws and everything moving. To, to, to skip that process and say, hey, first we need to change this and then we're going to get right. We're going to get certain things between our community right. I'm like, it is a, it's something that is good on paper. And I once believed it. But the more I look back, the more I think about it, I'm like, I don't think that's true i don't know if that necessarily works like that i don't i don't think you can maintain uh even if we got a, a big boost of money i don't know if you maintain it if you don't have people educated on how to use your money or to invest yeah. it how to sell. if you give people money without the teaching you are it's like you're, you're it's giving worse yeah they have a, a, a mindset that is not built to make this grow or make this last and i think right now in african america we have to understand that there are certain benefits of struggle 
Like, it's certain things you learn, certain things you grow. Like, until you beat the test of, hey, this is our struggle, this is our situation, and this is how we were able to maneuver around it, we can't, you know what I'm saying? We don't we don't have certain come-ups. So we get to the point where we don't have a large amount of people trying to act tough. Dude trying to, you know what I'm saying, dress like thugs, act a certain way. I'm like, if you get the money, <laughs> they're going to invest in things that do not help the community. If you if you if you have a, a family system that is not set up right, where we get to the point where I've had debates and there's actually a, a group of women and men who believe um, it's okay or it's better to raise kids single to co-parent. I'm like, eh. I don't know if it's better. I'm saying it could work, but that's how I was raised. But I wouldn't say it was better. I'd say it's you need to be able, until we get to the point where you can say it with your chest. Two parent households are. T- or tend to be better unless there is um, violence. If you can't say that, if that's like a taboo, oh, we can't touch that issue. We are in a we're, we're in a bad zone. You're not gonna create. You're not gonna have the right discipline, the right balance of masculine and feminine to even. You've never heard what? That's a wild like thing for somebody to say like, nah, having single parent households are better than two. I'm like, but I also wouldn't say like, oh, that's why you act like that because only your mama raised you. Yeah. I'm like, uh, y'all go too far with that. People, a lot of people go too far with that. Also, though. I believe that though. You with that? Like one parent. One parent, one parent households are. Um, you just lack a different type of. There's a whole bunch of things that I learned, and you observe this with my friend group. I've seen it in my friend group on several teams I played on students I've seen and students I went to school with. For me, and y'all may have different observations. The presence of a strong authoritative like uh, dad figure plus the presence of a sweet kind mother figure creates a balanced flow it creates me I'm less inclined to like resent authority I don't really buck on teachers or coaches it's just like oh cool that's how it's supposed to be men who grew up men who grew up with just their mom they a lot of times you would be surprised you would think that they just cherish the black woman they end up womanizers they end up either womanizers or very you know combative or very like fighting against things because they're trying to compensate for the fact that they ain't had it. They want to be a tougher guy, so they end up doing things that's almost worse than the dude who had his dad and his mom. Yeah, almost I, I don't, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I think of women who have both their mom and their dad, you would think that a woman who, who were grown by themselves may, may I guess, uh, have a desire for men, but they actually, I think the lack of knowing seeing how a mom and a dad may argue and then kiss each other afterwards or actually in get, seeing that romantic relationship between a man and woman, it causes a lot of women, they don't know how to bring romanticism to them. They don't know how to stimulate or support or how to get past the argument without trying to divorce or argument like, or, or, or just like leave the house. Like I don't think they have certain teachings or experiences that I had growing up just off the jump. So when people say, oh, um, uh, you're saying that it's that that certain behaviors can be linked to having um, no father figure or no mother figure, just like co-parenting. Yeah, yes. I think they can be clearly. Like, there's a correlation. I think this statistically proven. I guess I would have to look it up on your. I mean, you say you can look it up, but I think it's a correlation statistically. Uh, like, I don't think it's a oh, what you think? Like, that's that is what people try to push. Like, no, that's on you. That's what you. I'm yeah, like, no, no, it's a correlation. It's it's more common. But also, it still just comes down to the parents, cause little Billy can have his mom and dad just wild and still. Though it can still happen. I know a lot of people with both their parents in their life that I assume like, oh, your dad is in your life. Y'all a whore. Like yeah, you just, it's, you it's just a bad kid. That, like a one-parent household can can definitely raise a kid better than certain two-parent households. It's just on average. The two parent household. Thank you, brother. Yeah, it's probably better. Thank you, people. Look, <laughs> like I got, I get in trouble because everybody, they they lose the understanding of what correlation means. They lose of what average and what typical means. What this means is, no, there will definitely be, be some wild dudes and some bad women who are the pro- the product of perfect yeah. one paper two parent households. There will definitely be some responsible, strong, great men and women who are the parent the product of of one parent or a teen mom, et cetera, et cetera. What I'm saying is that if we take a hundred though, we take a hundred of two parent households and we put them in against a hundred of one parent households, I will bet the house 
that the part of the, the two parent households will do better in um they'll likely achieve more education they'll likely get they're less likely to get in trouble with the law and and even on their jobs they maintain jobs better they're probably more they'll be socialized in a different way they'll have healthier relationships i'm just i'm just it gives them it gives you the best chance like it's Cody, just like Cody said you never met your dad over it <laughs> dead of LeBron James. I don't know. You, 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 I'm just saying, for me, you had a you had a father figure. You had a father figure. I'm like, these is like top five responsible dudes. I know <laughs> these the, the top five most responsible. It seems like they're the calmest. They deal with anger better. They have better relationships. Friends they gravitate towards them. Women consider them more responsible. They 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 lean on them. What would be my and then my observation of people who had different? I'm like, not devils, but. It's something you so, you don't. There's something you ain't got. You ain't got this aspect. Question: Do you feel like there's a bigger correlation with two parent versus one parent, or younger parent versus older parent? Like, what do you think about that? Two parent versus uh, one parent, like, and then of course age matters. But if you if I had to pick which one, don't don't do both. But if you had to pick which one, two. Young parents versus one young parent, you're going to pick the two. If you had to pick two older parents versus one older parent, you're going to pick the two. So I would say two comes down to something that I... I do it, do it like this. Uh, an older single parent or a young two-parent household as well. Let's get in that more so. I say... You mean the ages too? All right, let's say it's a 32-year-old woman. And a newborn. And a... Um, 20 year old couple 20 year old couple you got that okay now also i think what you're gaining to what you're getting towards um and you this would be a better question a financially uh respond a financially set single parent versus a we ain't got no jobs or like we're struggling and money two parent if that's your argument then you would go with financial because money has a significant. And even then, I would argue, I'm like, when you have a baby at 20, you have a lot of time before the kid is even aware of finances. You got a lot of time to get the jobs. I still don't know. You feel know? <laughs> A lot of time they can really catch up. Right. So I'm like, well, now, if you were, if you wanted to make the argument like, uh, I'm trying to think of someone who has who struggled, like, you, you don't have a certain level of education, so you're almost like stuck in low-paying jobs. Yeah. If you were to say, "Hey, this person never reaches this 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 couple never reaches beyond forty thousand or beyond fifty thousand, and this one person never goes below fifty thousand or something like that," I and even then, that's how much I like two parents. Like I don't, I just two parents. He's like, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I'm like, I I have two parents. What would you say, Kizzy? See, I feel like I got a combination of everything. Not the young parent, but. My mother and my father, they weren't married majority of my life. And we all live with my mom. So she, you know, but I wouldn't say she just raised us on her own because she had support from my father's. And I, I lived with my father at one point also. And they're both, they had me like late 30s. They're old. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of hard to say, but, but there was never a point in my life where my mother had, it was married like in my life and there's never a point where my dad was married in my life so would that be me jumping from single parent households or would that be like or you you count it as co-parent like yeah i mean it's a good little situation however i say how often did you see your dad because i feel like there was one point a presence in my teenage like i remember yeah yeah, yeah, like high school was different but at one point i lived in san diego with my mom and my brothers and like all her family. Oh, he he came. To, he was in Georgia. Yeah, he was in Georgia, but he used to. He's a fly out of county. I seen my dad. I think a lot. I used to fly out there to Georgia too. So I mean, it has to be co-parenting because it's obvious that a two-parent household and the same household has a different. Like, that, that's different, what I'm talking about, really. And even then, I would say. Uh, you ended up good, but I went. <laughs> I went and encouraged. You know what I'm saying? I still say the, the the one parent is just. Uh, I'm talking about you, the one percent. Right, yeah. I'm <laughs> like exceptions to the rules, man. Yeah, but if you didn't have your pops in this situation, then it could have definitely been different. That's really more like what I'm. But like. that also comes with family. 
because I had my grandfather and my uncles in my life. Yeah, too. you see, you see, how it's like family's yeah. crucial. You had uncles, grandfathers, older brothers, yeah, older brothers, and older cousins, and uh, a solid amount of coaches. So you had a hell of man like <laughs> influences. Like, I don't. I mean, and I'm not even saying that it's just a man. I'm like, it would be you would be a different weirdo kind of guy if your mom wasn't there and you just raise around a man a whole bunch of men just like <sighs> you wouldn't have no love in your heart yeah you'd just be a, a hunter just straight like vicious and savage right. like it's it's a the balance to me on a day-to-day basis is is critical it's um what would you say for the would you rather two parent um young or oh, one parent old? rather i'm about to say i'd rather two parents two See, two stable parents what makes it tough about this scenario is it's a lot of things like, all right, is the 20 year olds gonna make it? Are they gonna stick together through it? If they stick together and you kind of get taught to grind and you get to see the come up with your parents, then I definitely still go with it too. It's just, it's still but, so many factors because you gotta factor in was you an accident? Was it planned? Yeah, but of I, I definitely had some benefits because my parents were older too. My mom had me yeah. at like 32. So I felt like that overall, I mean, 28. Mine's 28, so. Really? Yeah. I thought it was younger than that. Oh, but you, you got older brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Pops. <laughs> <laughs> you know Pops. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I feel like the, it, it had a benefit because I was I was a chiller person. And I and I saw that how certain individuals who had the young parents would let them do whatever. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, like, you know, wild, they could have some fun, but it slick gives you too much fun at, at a time that you kind of need. A balance of fun. Right. Yeah. Ain't got no... And I just keep saying this. I know everybody like... Dudes who don't have a dad... Some of it is combative because you truly become the lion of your house at like 11. Yeah. You walking around puffed up chest like... Hey, yo, what we having for dinner? Like, hey, yo, you calling shots like you in middle school. So it makes you... You can't... It's, it's hard as hell for the coach to say, hey, y'all get on line. Hey, you, you late to practice. You got to run. You bucking. Me. Yeah, because you even, the, the the question of, you ain't my daddy or like, I'm a grown man. Like, I'm going to do my own thing. To me, right. When you are when you have a dad and a mom in the house, and my parents went through their little issues. There's definitely, you know, the, the job situations or stress and problems, blah, blah, blah. But just having a man in the house, to me, I didn't get that. I'm a grown man. I call my own shots feeling until I feel the appropriate age to get that around 18. That's the moment I really started feeling it. Like before then, I'm like, there is a dad. Yeah, I'll listen. Okay, Mr. Johnson. I I didn't. (laughs) There was nothing in me that there was no voice in my head like, yo, you think this dude no more than you, man? Buck on him. Buck on him. I had to grow. Like, I had to grow. If anything, as uh, in college, I had to grow and know when it's time to be that. Like, hey, it's, hey, I don't really have to do that. Or, hey, I'm going to talk to the manager. Like, you tripping. Like, I don't want those hours. Like, I had to learn that aspect more than I had to because I'm okay with authority. I don't mind rules and restrictions. You know what I'm saying? It's easier for me to 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 see that. To even see how my, my dad, at, time, at many times, that people think of me. Like, sometimes I make stances. I comment to a woman. They think I'm like a misogynist you know what I'm saying like, I'm like my dad submits to my mom so often you know what I'm saying my, my dad submits to him like I often? Agree. often I'm trying to get you in trouble Miss Williams <laughs> <laughs> my dad <laughs> listens really to my mom like okay yeah I get what you're saying or you know got uh, I see that aspect of it so when I get in relationships with a, with, with uh, my girl it's not hard for me to be like you right yeah, all right, we'll do that. Yeah, I'm going to see what I can do. Blah, 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 blah. You listen because I'm, I've am i seen it so often. When you were growing up as a, a man, you only see girls. you just bucking up on your sister and your mom. When you become in a relationship, you would, be, you would think that they just, oh, yeah, everything you say. But no, you, you they'd be more likely to buck. They'd be saying they're softer when you raised around straight women. So I, it, go it goes both. I would say it's, on the, it's either one is an argumentative petty just like not even a dude that is uh homosexual we talking about they're a petty men just soft yeah just like, they can't take nothing a girl has a little issue she says i'm like i just don't like when you do that he folds them all right brother i'm like what's she just she can't say nothing dang she can't yeah. say nothing without you tripping and then there's dudes on the opposite they cold hearted just still just i have no comments i'm not mad i just want to have sex and get money <laughs> <laughs> and they think that's good. I'm like, that's horrible. Not only is your girl being uh, not getting stimulated in an emotional way, you have a boy or a daughter. What type of dad are you going to be? Cold and heartless. I'm at the game. Good job. 
<laughs> you need something? I'm going to I'm going to work. Y'all need clothes. There's some money. You cold. Like yeah, you don't have no it's balance. It's a lot and and they don't see the problems. It's always it. a slippery slope. Always, man. But this was a, a great talk. Um, we, we we definitely be drifting off into the topics, and it's it's never a bad time to talk about parenting and being the best you and, and how that can come and, and how it's created. But especially for us as black people, yeah, like to evolve, black, change. Black household is, is key and it, it needs some work. But I definitely think you know it, it, it could be on the up and up. Even though the divorce rates is going up, you know, that's not so good. But <laughs> oh, well. hey, what can you do? Hey, shout out to in the kitchen, to man. Captain Controversy. We had a talk about this shirt. He wore it anyway. Yeah. Res- respect. Oh, you talking about this Rockwear shirt? <laughs> People don't like Rockwear, man. Hey, <laughs> back in my cool. day, a lot of cool kids. Yeah, liked people Rockwear, did. Though. I was that cool kid. But now, to me, it's representing. It represents the mindset I have. I'm like, oh, the world said it's not cool, so I don't think it's cool, or do I just think it's the same shirt it was, and I decide if I'm gonna make it cool. When Cody pop out with these K Swiss. I'm gonna blame the world. Nah, he got sketches, man. I do got a pair of sketches. Y'all got no sketches. Yeah, he wore them. We're going to have to cut the episode on that right there, guys. Thank y'all. Like, subscribe, follow on Twitter. What is it? Perspective Junkies on Twitter. I mean, no, on Instagram. Perspective Junkies on Instagram. Perspective Junkies on on Twitter. Twitter. Follow it. We on Apple. All that. You know, like and subscribe. Spotify. Rate. And rate us on the podcast app. Especially if you think my boy him. Especially if you like his rock away. Hey, if you want to see him do the Harlem Shake, I need a couple comments, and he don't do it. <laughs> beginning, beginning, of, beginning of episode three, I call you. He's gonna come in. I might go slow. It look like the cha cha, cha cha, bitch. But uh, we love all the all the people supporting us, and we appreciate it. Peace.